0: Welcome to the Build Your Reiki Business Podcast. I'm Christian of Standing Stones Healing, founder of the Reiki Business Collective and creator of the Build Your Reiki Business Program, sending blessings and best wishes to your Reiki business. Greetings, welcome, and thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Build Your Reiki Business podcast. I'm Christian of Standing Stones Healing and so grateful to have you here. So thank you so much for joining us. In this week's episode, we're talking about community, the power of community for your Reiki business. But first, I want to make sure to let you know the registration for the Build Your Reiki Business program ends on December 1st. And so enrollment ends on December 1st. Yes, it will be reopening in 2024, but it will be reopening at a higher registration fee. This program is the world's most comprehensive Reiki business program. It includes more than 26 hours of recorded trainings on all kinds of Reiki business topics, one-on-one sessions with me for individual support, monthly group coaching calls, and as well, networking opportunities with other Build Your Reiki Business Program participants. It's a powerful program. Students are already enrolled, building their Reiki business, and indeed seeing results. You too can join us in the Build Your Reiki Business program, but only until December 1st. And then after that, you're going to have to wait and... Your membership fee will be higher. So please do join us at the special introductory rate of $333 for lifetime access to the video recordings, to the monthly gatherings, and to building the Reiki business of your dreams. Standingstoneshealing.com slash build. Thank you. Community is very helpful, very powerful for our Reiki business. It's not something that we often think about when it comes to Reiki business. As a matter of fact, we think about all other kinds of things first. We think about business name and logo and website, products and prices, marketing and social media. But we rarely, if ever, Ever think about the importance of community to our Reiki business. But indeed, community is powerful and community is incredibly helpful to the building of our Reiki business. And I might even say that community is essential to moving our Reiki business forward. So many Reiki practitioners are out there building their Reiki business in isolation. Maybe they are the only Reiki business owner in their area. Maybe there aren't many or very, or even any at all, Reiki practitioners in their area. Maybe they don't have connections with a lot of like minded people. Maybe probably they don't have other Reiki business owners to connect with, collaborate with, and commiserate with. Because building a Reiki business is not easy. It's challenging, and it is not without its struggles. I believe that, well, of course, building any kind of business is a challenge. This is true. But I believe that building a Reiki business has a unique set of challenges that actually makes it maybe a little bit harder than building other kinds of businesses. And by that, I mean that Reiki is still not as widely known as other kinds of modalities or techniques. And so what that means is that as Reiki business owners, oftentimes our potential clients, don't even know what Reiki is or they've heard of it but they're not quite sure and they certainly probably have never had a Reiki session before and uh, they are looking to us for information and guidance to simply learn about Reiki before they even consider having a Reiki session or taking a Reiki class, or buying our Reiki jewelry, or Reiki socks, or whatever we might be offering in our Reiki business. So many Reiki business owners, especially depending upon where you are in the world, are building their Reiki business alone and in isolation. They have no other Reiki business owners to connect with, no one else to chat with, no one else for encouragement and support. But we know that community is important for all kinds of reasons. Community gives us a sense of belonging. It gives us a sense of connection. It helps us to feel that we are not alone, that people understand us, It helps us to feel validated in our experiences and it's something that humans crave. And so Reiki business owner or not, we crave community, we crave belonging, and we crave connection. Not only is community really helpful for commiserating and having someone else who gets it, and understands what you're going through and can offer encouragement and insights that maybe others can't who don't understand the experience. But it's also powerful for helping us to move our Reiki business forward. When we participate in community, when we have a community, we have a group of people not only for support, but also for collaboration potential collaboration for the sharing of ideas and resources for helping us to move our business forward with fresh ideas, new perspectives, and input. And so community is really very powerful. I'm going to offer some encouragement for creating community and ways that we can foster community But first, I want to talk a little bit about how this idea of community has shown up in my own Reiki business. As you probably know, I'm the founder of the Reiki Business Collective, and this is a Facebook group of Reiki business owners and Reiki practitioners who are considering starting a Reiki business. I founded this group back in 2021 when I realized that there was no dedicated space for Reiki business owners to gather, to support one another, to share resources as we serve the world with Reiki. And I had been aware of this lack of space for some time. Um, I would say at least a couple of years, I was aware of this lack of space and feeling like we needed some place to gather, some space where we could come together to support one another and share resources as we serve the world with Reiki. And so I said, that's it. We need this space and This space doesn't exist and I'm just going to create it because there's a need for it. And so I created the Reiki Business Collective back in 2021 just as a a way to hold the space, to create the space and to have the space for Reiki business owners and Reiki practitioners considering starting a business to gather for that community need And to meet that desire for community. Now, did I know that other Reiki business owners were looking for and wanting that community? No. I pretty much figured that it was something that other Reiki business owners would want and appreciate. And so I started the group now, with this group, I will say that right now we are at sixteen, about 1,600 members. And I have done no advertising and no promoting of that group. Aside from a couple of posts, I think actually it's a grand total of two posts over the years. And I mention it on the podcast and I might mention it in podcast interviews that I'm a part of. And so without much effort at all, that group has grown and continues to grow. We have new members every single day. It's a supportive and encouraging group, and I'm honored to have created and to host the space. But this is what happens when we create a space for a community that wants to have a community, that wants to gather, people just show up. (laughs) And so too, in your own community, there may very well be a desire for people to gather, to meet with like-minded people, to talk about Reiki and card reading and Tapping and Tai Chi and yoga or mindfulness and meditation. I mean, you know, all of those modalities, all of those mind body spirit topics, all of those metaphysical or woo woo kinds of things. But so often we look at the spaces that we inhabit and we say the community just isn't here. A couple of years ago, I was talking with a Reiki business owner and she was telling me that she was considering moving, relocating from where she was living because she said the community just isn't there. Now, she was living in an area with a pretty good population. I mean, it wasn't a metropolitan area, but it had um, a substantial population, maybe 50,000, 60,000 people. And it was no small town and um, uh, you a know, couple of cities, towns around it. And so it definitely, the greater area uh, definitely could support Reiki business and uh, had a couple actually of Reiki practitioners in the area and certainly plenty of like-minded people. Um, it had Uh, at least one um, crystal kind of shop. And so the community was there. The problem wasn't that the community wasn't there. The problem was that no one had really brought them together. And so this Reiki business owner said, well, the community isn't really there. I'm sure that the community was there. It was just that no one had put out the call to create the community and to bring the community together. And so in our towns, in our areas, including even small towns, there are pockets of like-minded people everywhere. There are people who are interested in Reiki and card reading and mindfulness and meditation and mind-body-spirit and holistic practices and woo-woo kinds of things. All of those things, our kind of people are everywhere They are in small towns, they are in large cities, they are anywhere and everywhere. And I think that when we look at our local community and we say, oh, there's no community here, I think what it really means is that there's just untapped potential. There's just a real opportunity for creating the community and for inviting people in. And so for this Reiki business owner, I would encourage creating the community, being the person who brings people together, and rather than lamenting that there's no community, to be the one to create it. Just like with the Reiki business collective, I could still be lamenting, oh, there should be a group for Reiki business owners. There should be a space where Reiki business owners can gather. Oh, it's such a shame. No, I just created the space. (laughs) And so if you are saying, you know, in my area, there just isn't much of a community, what can I do? I've got some tips for you. And these tips are helpful for both in person and online. You know, uh, I'll talk a little bit about how I built the Reiki Business Collective and the Reiki Learning Group, which I also administrate. But when it comes to creating community, whether online or in person, a a lot of the principles are the same, you know, to welcome people and to invite them, to create the space and then encourage people to join. And so what that might look like in person is that if you are a Reiki business owner and you have a studio space, maybe setting up a one day a month where it's an open house and people can come in and have tea and just chat, and these might be your clients And these might be friends of clients. These might be anyone else, you know, depending on how you would like to structure the open house, the gathering, just as an opportunity for people to meet, to connect, to chat, and to be amongst like-minded friends, to be able to talk about topics of interest and to be able to connect and make friends. If you don't have a studio space or if your studio space is not something that is conducive to hosting gatherings, you could advertise to meet at a library. So, you know, once a month, host a discussion group at a local library. Libraries are always looking for events and things to host. And so you can get a room in a library and advertise the library. I'm sure helps would help with advertising as well when they host events, but to just have a discussion group. Maybe it's a mind, body, spirit discussion group. Maybe it's a mindfulness discussion group, whatever you want to call it, but this is a great way, an easy way and a free way to create community to bring people together, to bring people out of the woodwork, and to foster a sense of belonging and connection and understanding among like-minded people. In a Facebook group or any other kind of online space, this might look like inviting people. So sending messages, sending invites, and inviting people to your Facebook group. You know, just like with in-person, invitations are powerful. And sometimes people might want to join a thing or be part of a thing, but they might be hesitant because they're not sure if it's right for them. They're not sure if they're a good fit. Maybe they don't want to impose. Maybe they're thinking, oh, I'd like to join that group, but uh, I don't I don't know if I'm allowed there, I don't know if it's okay, or they might be wondering, is it really clicky? And is it, am I going to feel like an outsider? You know, these are things that people all worry about anytime they look to joining a new group. And so if you, as the person who is creating the community, can bring a sense of of welcoming and openness and even excitement at someone's participation, that really goes a long way. And it goes a long way not only towards someone wanting to join, but also towards someone wanting to continue to participate and to show up. And so if you welcome someone during that first library mind-body-spirit discussion forum and they have a good time, the chances are good that they'll be back next month. The chances are good that they'll want to return. In my own experience with building community, both in person and online, what it really comes down to is acknowledging people and honoring them and their input and experiences and validating their participation. Now, how I have done this, how I do this in my Facebook groups is that I comment and I comment on all of the posts because I want people to know that they are welcome, that I hear them, they are seen and heard, and that they are welcome. I will say that I don't do this as much as I used to. I did used to comment on every single post. I no longer do that, um, but I did do that in the early days of the Reiki Business Collective. I also did that in the Reiki Learning Group. This is another group that I uh, am in charge of, and this is a 5,000-plus member group on Facebook. And I took this group from less than 2,000 members to more than 5,000 members in about a year and a half, I believe, maybe two years. And I did that by driving engagement in the group, by commenting on every single post and commenting on comments. Now, my strategy was actually not to quote-unquote, build community in terms of the numbers and in in terms of the algorithm. (laughs) My goal was to simply let people know that they were seen and heard, to validate their experiences, to make sure they knew that they were welcome in the group. It simply just so happens that by doing that, people were more engaged in the group. They wanted to engage more. And then that helped to increase membership, which then also increased engagement. So the engagement increases membership and the membership increases engagement. And this is the same with in-person as well. You invite some people to your discussion group. They have a good time. Maybe next time they bring a couple of friends with them, some other like-minded friends who then maybe bring more friends. And so the same things that drive online engagement and membership in groups are the things that drive in-person engagement and membership in groups, that sense of belonging, that sense of validation that feeling of being seen and heard and being among like-minded people. And again, that's what we all want. We all want that. We all want to feel like we belong. We all want to feel like we are heard and seen and understood. A byproduct of all of this community building is that more people are going to get to know you More people are going to get to know your services, get to know your Reiki business, and potentially become clients. So creating community is really beautiful and powerful, not only for the service of filling a deep human need, but also for moving our business forward, for helping to bring in potential clients for helping to spread the word about our business. The support of community is also so very important to the success of our Reiki business. I believe that we have a greater chance of succeeding in building our Reiki business when we have the support of other Reiki business builders I know I have seen this over the years where Reiki business owners who are building their Reiki business in isolation, without connections, without the support of the Reiki business community, are often more challenged to make their Reiki business successful, to grow and move forward with their Reiki business. It's not impossible, of course. But I can say from my own experience that back in the days when I was operating my Reiki business on the phone, alone, without connections to other Reiki business owners, it was a different experience from being connected and part of the community. And because of it, my Reiki business is more expansive, more fulfilling, and frankly, better off. This is why the Build Your Reiki Business program is adding networking and connection opportunities between the program participants for community support, encouragement from like-minded peers, accountability partners, and a greater chance of Reiki business success. It wasn't in my original vision for the program, but the Build Your Reiki Business Pilot students strongly encouraged me that it was helpful for them to connect with one another and that this would be something really important and helpful for future program participants. And from my own experience in my own Reiki business and from hosting communities, I can say that, yes, this is true. Of course you are welcome to join us in the Build Your Reiki Business program to connect with others who are building their reiki business. Join us at standingstoneshealing.com/build and of course you're welcome to join us in the Reiki Business Collective at facebookcom groups biz. There's so much more to say about community, but I'm sending you so many blessings and best wishes. To the creation of your own community, the fostering of your Reiki business community, and to your Reiki business. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to the Build Your Reiki Business podcast. Please like, share, subscribe, and send to a friend. Learn more about the Build Your Reiki Business program at standingstoneshealing.com slash build. Sending blessings and best wishes to your Reiki business.